listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 360 for November 18th, 2021. This week, we talk about shaking your phone, buying candles, smooth jazz piano, shows we're watching, mechanical keyboards, and the TikTok algorithm. So stick around for the The show. show. One, two, three, clap. Oh, hi. I feel like now it's just a competition oh, of who can, who can say the first thing. Joe's doing this thing where he's he's creepily saying hello. And oh, we, hi. I'm going to start a change.org petition to get you to legally stop. Ever since I changed my number, that's how I answer the phone now. And and, and people still call you ma'am. They're like, oh, ma'am? hi. Is this Mrs. Bird's song? Oh, hi. Why are you doing this? What happened to you? <laughs> this past week what what else is there to do sam what the world is sinking into a ball of fire the ice caps are melting we're all gonna drown or die of heat stroke well i might as well say you know spice it up spice up your life well i'm surprised that you even showed up this week because last week you said it was your last episode at the beginning so you know i don't even remember what i said last week i don't remember what i said the week before that honey you you don't remember that me and sam me and Sam just have this like haunting. We're just the past episodes. We don't remember what we say, but the thought of what we might have said haunts us. Yeah. And then every episode haunts our listeners. <laughs> so it's a it's really like a um uh, co- codependency. Is that what it oh, is? Oh, yeah, so absolutely. Cyclical. Yes, it's a it's a it's a toxic cycle. There's codependency involved and it's um toxic. As Britney Spears would say, toxic. Um, oh, she's done. She's free. We honey, did it. We did it. We didn't we have anything. We did it. Well, actually, was it the pressure from the Free Britney movement that like caused like the crack in oh. everything? Put it in motion, sis. Put it in motion. And she put, I think she put out an Instagram just like right when we're recording this. So I didn't watch the whole thing, but her like thanking Free yeah, Britney. Yeah, she like put out a video. People. And I haven't heard or seen Britney Spears talk like a normal human being for like like 10 years. And in that video, she's like completely lucid, completely normal, just thanking everyone, thanking the free Britney movement. And she was like talking about how she, you know, all the shit that she wasn't even allowed to do. She wasn't allowed to drive her own car. She wasn't allowed to go buy fucking candles. Like she was literally a fucking prisoner. She was a slave and a prisoner. And people were just milking her for money. There are some people who I don't think should be allowed to buy candles. I mean, the, those Bed Bath and Body Bed Bath and Body Works like Bed, ba- wild. Bed Bath and Beyond the Grave, honey. Bed Bath and Wait, what is that? Bath and Body Works. It's bath just and Bath works. and Body Works. There's yeah. no bed. There's no bed in the store. I checked. I mean, <laughs> I checked. Sam, I checked. It's just a, it's just a soiled mattress in the middle of the whole department <laughs> store. That's where I sleep I at night. Uh, those candle haul videos where the people get so angry when they do not have like they like flannel they have flannel scented candles what does that even mean isn't flannel a texture uh it's a it's a fabric it's a it's a blend it's a fabric but, blend do, does it smell like something in particular does flannel have a distinct smell you know what? If I'm smelling flannel, here's what I want it to smell like. I want it to be a lumberjack. He's been chopping Honey, wood all day. And I've buried my nose in his armpit of flannel. I and am, I want that man stink. No comment. No comment I want, on this. You, I know you do, too. I know exactly. I know exactly. And that's what I want my flannel to smell like. 
Well, honey, if you're smelling flannel, I'm taking you to the emergency room because if you're smelling textures at this point, something's wrong. <laughs> I'm smelling fabrics. I'm seeing numbers. You're which seeing numbers? Just, are you doing math just like, in your head? What are you just, doing? Just like my TikTok follower count, you know. Oh, you just you keep seeing it decrease. No, it actually, I refreshed my phone and it had gone up by 50. It just went up by another 25 since the podcast has started. I'm monitoring it because it's it hit 6,000. And so it was going to spell boob 6006. And I got a screenshot. Oh, okay. You're monitoring it because the more it goes up, the more worth you have on this mortal plane, right? No, boob. There's a direct correlation. I just wanted to see the word boob, my picture with the word boob underneath it. On and an then you official could, website. And then you could just delete the account, finally. That was the end no, goal. No, because then it's it's got to say, um, what, Boobies. Boobie? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah more, more numbers. I and never, then it'll eventually smell boobies. I never thought I... I think you start getting a K. 80K. Well, that, that's misogynistic. If it won't spell boobies, you know, men are, men are definitely working at the company to prevent that. One boob. One, One single boob. boob is all you're getting. So and that's of, what I tell them on my first dates. Speaking of boobs, Britney Spears is free. And how do you feel about that? What are your thoughts on Britney being free? I what think it's thoughts? great. I just want her to be happy. And well, the whole fucking conservatorship system is fucked beyond belief. If yeah. that didn't already expose, like if it wasn't already exposed, now it's like 100 more times exposed. Mm-hmm. All of that creepy shit about other celebrities who certain people had tried to suggest get put into conservatorship so that their money could be controlled. Like it's mm-hmm. wild. It's wild. Yeah. And it's... to be to be frank, I'm not one hundred percent educated on it. Like I know good thing, bad thing. But also but this like, seems like a lot of bad for Britney. This seems oh oh yeah 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 yeah. For Britney and for like these other ones. But I hope that some I know there's already been documentaries on Britney's circumstances. I think there there have definitely been documentaries on conservatorships in general. Right. But now, like like now's the time to to educate ourselves on it. Well, well it's, interesting. it's been past that time, but you know, right. let's do well, it. Well, what's interesting that I noticed is a lot of people like while this has been going on the past like two years or whatever, people have been saying that like the likelihood of a conservatorship and like being terminated from the courts is very low. Like that doesn't happen right. very often. And so the fact that this was a high, 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 high profile case because Britney fucking Spears and it ended in her favor is like huge. It Apparently it can set a precedence for other conservatorship cases going forward. So like this might be huge for like, you know, toxic conservatorships um, in general in the U.S. But like it was crazy because Britney Spears like posted the other day. She's like, I'm thinking about what if I have another baby? And I was like. Remember when the news came out that she was like the, her conservatorship was forcing her to have contraception in order to prevent her from having any other children? Like, yes, th- th- the fact that that was happening is insane. And now she's like, oh, I I can actually have a baby now when she's like, apparently she's wanted to have another child for a long time. And she like legally wasn't able to like that control over her body is like absolutely incredibly disgusting. And, like, knowing that, like, wow, she didn't have that freedom before, and now it's, like, something she can do now is, like, mind-fucking-blown. And there, it's crazy because there's people out there, I feel like the majority of people are, like, who are, like, actual Britney stans are, like, you've done enough with your career. Like, 
obviously Britney could make music for the rest of her life and everyone would love it. But she has had such a, an illustrious career in the music industry and as a performing artist that like, I feel like if she never wants to perform again, obviously I'm going to be sad, but I'm going to like in the back of my mind, I'm going to be like, I have your whole discography to listen to. You've had, you've made enough music for lifetimes. Like you deserve to be happy. Like you and Cher can like go to the Galapagos or whatever and have ice cream. Like whatever Cher was talking about. Like, I don't remember what that tweet was, but what do you think? Like if, if Britney never performs and never makes another song for the rest of her life, how do you, how would you feel about that internally? That's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm on the side of, I just want her to be happy too, but I feel like we're just a, I mean, we're just an echo chamber. We want the best. It's, you know, we're not, I don't know. It's, every. I just want Brittany to be happy. And I don't care if she never makes another Instagram again or never posts on the in, the internet even. Like, right. just changes vibe. And that's yeah, great. I feel like there would be, there would be some, like, immaculate beauty if somehow she could just, like, disappear and live a quiet life doing whatever the fuck she wants to do and the media wasn't bothering her and she wasn't online anymore and she was just like living her happy life with her kids like wouldn't that just be serendipitous like it's never going to happen because the media is going to hound britney until she's dead which is extremely unfortunate but like i just (sighs) i almost think like the best thing that anybody online can do is not even think about britney anymore are you saying not in like a bad, not in a bad, if she, if she wants us to think about her, if she releases stuff, that's mm-hmm. great. But I almost think now, I mean, now that she's free, obviously everyone needed to be loud while she was in the conservatorship and she was obviously in an abusive situation. But mm-hmm. like that's, this is, I mean, it's part of the problem is everybody is so invested. Do you know? Right. Like the, and the media aspect of it, the media circus, we all mm-hmm. love everything that the paparazzi put out of her, so the paparazzi right. follow her more. And so it's like, I feel like almost the best thing people can do who want the best for Britney is follow for any new stuff that comes out, mm-hmm. but also you love her, let her live. Right. You it's know? like we should At move all point, the energy that was pumped into the Free Britney movement into like the Leave Britney Alone movement now, you know? Or just, or not even just Leave Her Alone movement, just... Just do whatever Britney wants movement. Right. Let Britney, Britney for be president. movement. Yeah, she doesn't have to be left alone if she doesn't want to be. But whatever Britney wants, Britney gets. Right. You Listen know? to Britney that and movement. shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm uh that's the movement. That's, that's the move. The um, speaking of moves, good for Britney, etc. Have you ever spilled broth all over your keyboard and had to get a new one? No, because I take care of the things that I own. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, one being not surprised at all and ten being super surprised. How surprised are you that I did this the other day? What kind of broth? Were you just sipping like bone broth or something? Can you imagine if I was like health conscious and sipping bone broth? No, I made uh, I made chicken. I don't pho. think that's health conscious. Is it I, well, just straight up like, broth is not the move, right? I don't like know. A, there's a difference between drinking soup. Like someone tells you they're drinking, they're having some soup. That's one thing. Another person telling you that they're sipping on bone broth. They're like, they're a totally different personality that I don't even want to associate with, you know? Like goop? They're goop? Very gooped and gagged, yes. Okay, um, you think they're goop? Yes, it's very Gwyneth Paltrow energy. 
Um, no, I made a, I made chicken pho for my dad and I, and I, I was at my desk minding my own business and I just spilled it all over my shitty eight-year-old Mac chiclet keyboard and it fried it. So now I'm, I'm in not the, the chiclet, not the chiclet. you respect honey. yourself? I, I mean, th- I already know you don't from no. knowing about you, but now I, I like the chiclet keyboard. Well, it's no wonder I'm bad at playing PC games because I've been gaming on a chiclet keyboard for the past eight years. And now the whole world knows about it. Um, but I know that you have really nice keyboards. And we've talked about this before where I've like, I don't know anything about mechanical keyboards. I don't know about the switches that I like, the switches that I don't like, because you can get really granular. So I'm in the market for like a mechanical keyboard now that doesn't suck balls. Um, so let, which is like anything above the Mac chiclet keyboard, essentially. Like anything's going to be better than that, especially now that it's busted. So what keyboard do you have and do you like it? Is it expensive? Like what would you, in your professional um, gaming, gamer girl brand what do you recommend it's essentially the best they one of the best cheapest mechanical keyboards is it's a brand called royal kludge k-l-u-d-g-e kludge and i have the rk 68 it doesn't Mm -hmm. have the the number pad on the side Mm -hmm. they have ones that are the most popular one is even lower than that it doesn't even have the arrow keys but i want the fucking arrow keys because i type a lot yeah, I need the arrow keys. I need the 10 key. So I need a full-sized keyboard. They have it. And they're wireless. Or you can plug it in. Um, I usually, I have a cord just at the back of my desk. And when it runs out of battery, I'll just plug it in for overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's beautiful. It has the rainbows, the rainbow lights, which I have turned off at all times. Because that's because migraine you're, material. You're, you're straight. You're not gay. But I do have a lot of pretty, uh, I I love getting keycaps. So I've got a teal and purple and white keycap oh, she's set. customizable. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, most uh, mechanical keyboards are. So well, I remember, I remember this keyboard being one of your favorite things many moons ago. But like we said, Joe and I forget every other word that we said about two minutes ago. So, of course, I don't remember the details of this. But if any of the listeners um, have a keyboard, mechanical, I'm talking about like a mechanical keyboard that you type on, not like a MIDI keyboard like piano. I'm talking about like the things with the WASD keys. If you um, have a keyboard or you have a keyboard recommendations for me, um, hit me up on Twitter at BitCrunch because like for real, I'm looking for suggestions because I'm like a fish out of water in the keyboard world like i know nothing i know that we suggested before that i should get one of those test kits with like all the different types of keycaps that i can kind of like buy for 25 bucks or whatever and just like check out the clickiness of different um switches or whatever did you ever do that or did you just like go all in on one and got used to it no i mean honestly unless you were like so micro involved like i love a mechanical keyboard but that's not who i am that's great there's a lot of hobbyists Mm-hmm. Just get red switches. If you're, I mean, the red switches just work for everybody. They're, Are those kind of standard? Because here's the thing. They're the I was, standard I was in the middle. I, I was comfortable using a Mac chiclet keyboard for eight years. I don't think I'm going to start being picky about my switches. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Just get red. I mean, okay. if, unless you're like going to the League of Legends World Championship and you like think it matters even Girl when gamer. it actually doesn't anyway it's i mean and that's fine there are a lot of people who are very into it and it's like their hobby and that's great it's not my hobby i love it mm-hmm. but um sh- just get red switches you can go to best okay. buy and test out different switches there okay. they have a little setup but mm-hmm. royal kludge they're very well priced at the rk68s 59.99 mm-hmm. um ask for for christmas that's oh, a good idea. you're gonna you need it like now though, right? 
Um, well, no. So here's the situation. My parents have uh, had an old Dell keyboard from like 15 years ago. USB, thankfully. Um, so I just borrowed that. I'm just using that right now. That they, it wasn't. It was like under the house. It wasn't being used. So like in the interim, like this is totally fine. So it's not something I need absolutely now. But thank, thankfully, they had an extra keyboard I could just use because like half of the keys on my Mac chiclet keyboard died. I like couldn't type any words. It was crazy. It's like they took out all the vowels because they were like, no. Um, so I'm fine for the for the time being. But I think for a, like a birthday Christmas present, that'd be a really good idea if it isn't. Because like, I don't know, all the top keyboards are around like 200 bucks. And I'm like, I don't really want to shell out 200 bucks for a keyboard. Like, no, look know. at this. The 10 key with the 10 keys. Mm-hmm. Arc, Royal Kludge, RK, $79.99. You got a 10% extra savings on Amazon. See, that sounds you like my that, kind of price you range. Clip your coupon. Yes. And they and they just work. The mm-hmm. most satisfying thing is I clean mine out like once every two months. Mm-hmm. So you get to like pop all your keys off and then Ooh, like give so it a nice. nice scrub. I have a, uh, you dip a Q tip in some alcohol and you scrub the caps. And that then could you be, take your little, nice. your air blower. It's very ASMR. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle brand. It's like goop, but for keys. <laughs> No, but that's, I mean, yeah, do it. Okay. Well, you won't regret it and it'll last you forever. Right. That's a good recommendation. But any of the listeners who have uh, any strong feelings about keyboards, hit me up. I'm for real on that. I would absolutely want to talk to you about it. But so that's what happened in my life. Oh, are you done talking about your messy pouring shit on your keyboard? Yeah. Me being messy. That's me every week, sweetie. (laughs) Nothing's changed. Well, something that you can shake. Did you see the new feature on Instagram? I th- I'm telling you this. I don't use Instagram anymore, but you might need to do this. Okay. I know you're very into Instagram. I'm. I, what do you mean by very? If by very you into Instagram, love Instagram, you filter I, all your pictures. You I, love I to do like Facetune m- multiple times. I know a day. you make your eyes blue. You make your hair blonde. Mm-hmm. You smooth your skin. <laughs> I mean, it's Chloe Card. I'm like, is that Sam or is that Chloe Kardashian? I don't know. What's that? Do you know. Wh- What's that? Do you saw that picture of you with like that pink anime hair with like the big bulging eyes? That's like edited to hell and back. Yes, I used that on Twitch as an emote. Oh god, that was for a video I did. That's for a video I did called like how to use face filters or something. How to make yourself kawaii. That was like ten years ago, man. How to make yourself look naturally beautiful. Now I wish I had that skin that I had unedited in that picture what is it all leathery now join the club um you are in that club alone <laughs> club mine is slightly party. aged i'm aging party, like party paul rudd you're mm. aging more like um sour milk jk rowling <laughs> are you calling me a turf <laughs> how dare you yeah i'm aging more like paul rudd people keep loving me and like flocking to me and i keep looking youthful <laughs> your reputation as well as your face kind of which i don't know what jk rowling looks like but your face is aging like jk rowling's reputation i think that your face is aging like paul rudd <laughs> and, and my face is aging like paul's rug <laughs> Paul's rug. Not mm-hmm. Paul's rug. That he's standing that. on. He wipes his feet on my face. I'd probably be into it. <laughs> anyway, Instagram. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a new feature where you shake your phone. Have you seen this? No. I, anything that involves me shaking my phone, I don't like. Like there was a feature there. I think, I don't know if it's still baked into Android, but back in the day, in order to like 
undo the last word you typed there was an ability where you could shake your phone it would undo the last word it's like i'm not gonna use all of the energy in my body to do that instead of just like pressing the backspace button on my phone what the fuck that is, is a so shake? convoluted someone <sighs> i hope someone got fired for putting that in the system probably like that's what? just the most unuser friendly um well okay. apparently they got rehired at instagram because they added this feature and what's the <laughs> yeah. feature it's called rage shake Rage uh, shake. It will let uh, users report a problem more quickly. So I'm reading this on the verge. If you're using Instagram, it's not working how it's supposed to. Shake your phone while the app is God. open. <laughs> shake your phone, Sam. And mm-hmm. a pop-up screen will ask, did something go wrong? And it has space for you to report the issue. Mm-hmm. And it says um, you can explain exactly what happened, how you ended up in that place, all the emotions and feelings you're going through. <laughs> and they'll have someone look at the problem. And in order to send the report, you have to throw the phone at the wall. I just imagine conservatives scrolling through their timeline, angrily shaking at just mm. everything that they see. They're every just vibrating. Vaccine. It thinks there's a problem it's all the time because they're just enraged. Shaking because like their their post got tagged as like misinformation, anti-vax. <laughs> and just shaking. Hold on. I'm going to open my app and see if it works. Yeah, I'm going to open I, mine I, as well. Mine's updated to the recent. Oh, my God. It said, did something go wrong? Report a problem? Shake. Oh my God, did something go wrong? And then there's a toggle to disable this. It says, shake shake phone to report a problem. Toggle off to disable. Oh, wow. When you click report a problem, it screenshots your screen and posts that in there. And then it says, briefly explain what happened or what's not working. I'll just type in, I hate this fucking app. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. Every time I see one of your posts, I'm going (laughs) to shake you're gonna shake it and you're gonna report it it to instagram honey well thankfully you're only gonna have to shake about once a year because that's about as frequent as i post on instagram so i'm gonna shake it and say this post wasn't funny but it's gonna be like a picture of you in the mountains or something it's not gonna have meant to be funny right (laughs) this post didn't make me laugh didn't make me laugh didn't make me cry i hate it reported (laughs) i didn't expect it to fucking work yeah that's so funny Um, they introduced something else, which is probably more helpful. I think this is dumb as shit. Um, I'm not. If I see someone out in public shaking their phone, I'm walking the other way. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm that's assume, a good deterrent. Yeah, I'm not going to get involved with that person. I'm just going to avoid at all costs. I'm going to be worried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worried for them. Concerned. Uh, they also added a feature to delete a single photo, a single image from a photo carousel. So that's when you have like multiple photos, you know? Oh, yeah. And before you can do that you'd before. have to like. You had to delete the whole no, post. No, you have to delete the whole post, but now you can turn off, you can delete just one image from it. Oh, wow. What a huge feature. So that, that, um, you know, maybe you put up mem- uh, memories of your Halloween costumes over the years, and you, now you can finally get rid of the problematic ones. Mm-hmm. Get rid of those, keep the good ones, and move wow. on. Um, speaking of moving on, let's move on. Um, I liked my first TikTok in the app last week. Uh, and what was this, Sam? What it was, was it? I'm proud of, uh, first of all, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm, I'm young. I'm hip with the kids. I'm However, if it was a dance video, Honey, if it was. I, I'm garbage, but not that garbage. I want to know what your timeline is. I want to know what the algorithm thinks your for you page. Like, like, okay, tell me what it was you liked, but then I want to hear your For You page. Well, uh, the thing is, I don't, I, I haven't scrolled through my For You page because I haven't used it that much. 
I just, it, I found a TikTok that I liked and I opened it up in TikTok. I liked it. And then I closed the app and I haven't opened it since. <laughs> baby baby okay. steps for me. Okay. Baby what steps. Was, in them harvesting the all of my information. So it's um it's uh from a, a YouTube show called IMHO in my homosexual opinion. Um and it's a it's a drag race review show with uh Darby Lynn Cartwright, who you know from Chicago, and Auntie Chan and Alexis P. Bubbles, they're all um drag queens in the Chicago scene. And it was just a clip of one of their episodes on YouTube that they they have an official TikTok, apparently. And it was really fucking funny. And so I liked it. And that's my story. That's it. It wasn't anything interesting. It wasn't a popping video. It was just drag queens being funny. So that's fine. That's fine. Are you surprised? Are you surprised that it wasn't something? Well, no. I mean, there's a lot of good pimple popping. (laughs) There's this one viral one right now. Maybe you've seen on YouTube or something, but they're they're popping this thing out of someone's foot and it's like a three inch splinter that comes out. (gasps) Wow. I need to see that. It is like like. I jacked so hard to it. Carpet burn on my dick. Do you know Honey, what I mean? I think it's let, the best. Let me tell you about how you probably r- roasted me <laughs> under the fucking coals for liking popping videos probably like three years no. ago. I don't think so. I think I surely. I mean, knowing me, I was very surely accepting. you would never. No. <laughs> That's you so me to just That's be not accepting. You at all. What are no. you talking about? I like um it has to be a very specific kind of pop. Mm, gotcha. I do not like, I don't like liquid pouring out. I mm, need it you to like be solid mass, oatmeal. solid material. Oatmeal. Mm. Oatmeal mm-hmm. cyst coming out of someone's face. However, yeah. I'm also into ear cleaning. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like ingrown hair plucking as well. Oh, I, I haven't gotten into the in, ingrown hair plucking, but just imagine every time you look at ear cleaning and you like see like masses of earwax coming out of people's ear canals. That's me. I live that life every year. I'm going to recognize you in one of the posts one of these days. I hope at like, least I get royalties that, if someone videos the inside of my ear, ear canal. Giant Why don't you comes do that? Out. You should go to the doctor, have them film you cleaning out your ear for your first TikTok because that <gasps> shit goes viral. Uh, that As does someone go viral. who's had... As someone who's had three TikTok videos go viral. You're an um, expert. <laughs> Marketing I I genius. I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I know a thing. I'm mm-hmm. I, Now I'm a brand manager. I'm right. ready to manage some other brands. And then um, Piggy's the associative brand manager. Associative? Mm-hmm. The associative. Dissociative. <laughs> <laughs> Piggy, Piggy hasn't associated. He's completely dissociated. Oh my God! Instead of an associate's degree, what if you get a dissociating degree? <laughs> I sat through four years of, or two, what is it? Associates is two years. I sat through two years of college and forgot everything. It's like I wasn't even there. Completely dissociated. The associate's degree. I fucking love that. I'm running <laughs> That's down. Fucking That's fucking title. Um, oh. What, what, what are, oh yeah, plucking, picking, poking. Well, I want you to explore. Just like in therapy, here's your homework. For whenever mm-hmm. you want to do it. Mm-hmm. You need to go through your For You page. And I want to know just some just some themes. Because I remember mm-hmm. when I started TikTok, the reason why I did not like TikTok was because it was feeding me ex- what it thought I wanted. But mm-hmm. I wasn't that person. I right. said, that's and not me. That's kind of what I'm afraid of. It's like the only thing TikTok knows about me right now is that I enjoyed this drag queen video. So the, So TikTok knows that I'm gay. 
And so I'm just assuming that my For You page is going to be like young twinks, like making videos that they think are funny or they're like dancing around, which are like two things. I two things I hate twinks that think they're funny and people dancing like absolutely do not want to see those on my phone ever. I, I hope that TikTok has a shake problem so I can shake my phone. When one of those videos come up and then I can throw it against the wall and it can report it. It should take a hint from see, uh, I think Instagram. it. I think it automatically literally automatically gives everyone dance videos at first because it thinks that like the public that's what opinion, everyone wants that's what no that's what everyone thinks tiktok is is just dance videos mm, dance yeah, it's true. trends yeah. i mean ellen i don't fucking know you know isn't that all ellen talks about is that tiktok is i don't know isn't videos? she like isn't she you know begging for money on the street at this point like how, does she still have a show i don't, I don't know, know anything about, about ellen but when i think of tiktok i think of I think that that's what Ellen thinks TikTok is. Mm, the and audience. J- Jimmy Fallon, like mm-hmm. that on those Tonight shows that they, they had the like, let's imitate TikTok dances, you know. Sad. So I, they put those in at first, but all you got to do is you hold it down and you say not interested. Okay, that is the feature that I'm going to be using for a long time is the not interested button on TikTok. I use it so much. And then every once in a while, maybe like once a month, they'll throw me a dancing video randomly. And I'll be mm, like, no, just to no. See, like, what about now? What about now? Yes. And I'm like, no, no, it's still not this. Still not still this. garbage. So you really got to um, you really got to train it for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, so, you're saying then, this is a full time job is what you're saying. I mean, the algorithm probably knows me better than my husband. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honey, like TikTok this knows me knows. better than myself. But Justin will send me TikToks, and um, I think we have a very similar algorithm because uh, I'll already have seen it. Mm, you're you're ahead of him. He's two weeks behind. Oh, the Hillary Duff dance trend. <gasps> have you seen this? That's oh, on yes. TikTok. That's on TikTok, and then she got in on the joke, which was fucking funny. Did you see her? Do you know what though? Oh, I it? saw it. about twenty people sent it to me. Thank you. As if I wouldn't see that. I mean, well, thank I mean, you you're for her number thinking one of me. Mm-hmm. They, here's the thing that gets me, though. So she's she's dancing to With Love, which mm-hmm. y'all all slept on when it came out. <laughs> when it came and out. And it in, fucking it, flopped. Yeah. And I will out, tell you. It's because every, when it when it came out, Joe, it was 1947 and no one was alive. Let me tell you that that song's on Dignity, which is her best album. And that album flopped. I have the Japanese import deluxe version, so I can talk about this. Okay? With the photo. It comes with the photo book and a DVD, Sam. Okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that all these haters are now coming out of the woodwork and acting like they're Hilary Duff's best friend. And I've been there the whole whole time. You've been with her through thick and thin. (laughs) You were you were there with her when she was a fucking flop. I was there. All these, are, all these fake fans. Even before she was at the Italian Music Awards. Right. And performed at the Coliseum mm-hmm. with Isabella Parigi. Mm-hmm. You were there. You were escorted out by security. <laughs> I was Isabella Parigi. <laughs> no, I think Peggy was. God. No, but it's it's been so good. But and then now people are trying to do it with um Lindsay Lohan rumors. She has a dance oh. break in that music video and it's Is it is it nearly shaking. as bad as the Hillary Duff one? Yeah, oh yeah. Like all Oh god. Okay, so the only person who's ever really danced on stage is Britney Spears. And mm-hmm. well, I will say Christina Aguilera gave it to us on her dirty album. 
That is true. As well. That is accurate. Um, but they're perf- they are singers and performers. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All There's of these other like just being a singer and also being a dancer. Those are two very different professions that require two totally different skill sets. Right. It's like when Selena Gomez gets it's all it's a lot of Disney people get on right. stage. Selena Gomez does um, come and get it or whatever, and it's really mm-hmm. just like four movements repeated over and over again. And right. And when it's when a lot of people are doing that at the same time, you get hypnotized. You're like, is this good? Maybe it's good. Right. But it's not. Well, I feel like that it's 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 actually probably pretty rare where you have someone who's really good at singing and really good at dancing. Most of the time, they just take a dancer and try to get him to sing. Just look at any K-pop girl group. You know, none of them are good, good singers, except for like two of them. Well, I mean, a lot of them aren't even good dancers. <laughs> <laughs> So there's that, Ugh, but no, I know what roasted. you're saying. It's it's hard to find. There's a, there's a lot of singers out there, but there's very few entertainers. Mm, entertainers, but Hillary entertainers. Duff is definitely one of them. Multi talented. I mean, if I'm honest, and we know my opinion on Sparks, we should have slept on Sparks. We shouldn't have let that fly. I love mm. that album. I am actually. My name is included in the fan version of that album because I pre-ordered and I ordered the fan version. Through thick and thin, girl. Through thick and thin. <laughs> I helped fund that album. <laughs> but, we all make um, mistakes, sweetie. Sparks was not it. And the dancing in Sparks, I feel like should get this same treatment. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't the I didn't. That was probably the only song on that album I did not care for. The rest of it um, bops. Bop. Bop, bop it, twist it, pull it, push it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, speaking of Lindsay Lohan, ha- did you see the picture of her in her new like Netflix Christmas movie that's going to come out where she looks like a wax figure because she's photoshopped oh. so hard? Uh, I saw the picture. I didn't really zoom in enough to see the the details. Honey, you didn't need um, to zoom in. It was full and front and center. I know Cord Overstreet's in it. Too. I mean, good for her for like. True. Good for her for trying to get back in the game. But I just well, can't. I, not I even can't just get over... back in the game. But doing something like stable, you right? Know. Trying I not mean, to, you know, steal some refugee children in Saudi Arabia or whatever. Remember that video? I mean, I remember that video. Yes, but <laughs> addiction is a hell of a thing, and I mm. hope that she's the media. She's back is just, on the straight and narrow. Well, it's like with Britney. You all you can do. You hope you just want them to be happy. You know, that's true. And you can't. I'm not comparing that to addiction, but you know, you, you just got out of your hands. Right. You just got to say, I hope it happens for him. So, you know, maybe she's found her place in like holiday Christmas movies like Vanessa Hudgens did. Oh yeah. How many Christmas movies was Vanessa Hudgens in? My dad's probably watched every single one of them. Too many. Mm. Well, maybe Lindsay Lohan's taking her place. New girl in town. I would be fine with that. I've had enough of Vanessa Hudgens Christmas. I mean, I own physical copies of both of her albums. Let's, not get it twisted. What's what if I said you were part of the problem? <laughs> what if you were part um, of the problem? I also own two physical co- or a physical copy of both of Lindsay Lohan's albums. Okay, well, through thick and thin. So I would I single handedly supported every Disney pop princess you up until them. about two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. I single pretty much single handedly supported the careers of all the Disney pop princesses. Kind of fell off at. Love Demi. Selena was like, eh, I don't know if this is And then is what about Mahler's? Uh, I did own some of the Hannah Montana CDs. And mm. I do like some of Miley's current music. 
I like her. She's she seems very free. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, Did you ever what physical CDs were you buying in the early 2000s? Well, in the early 2000s, I was a small child. So it's not like I could afford to buy things. But every Christmas, my parents would buy or like, I don't know, birthday Christmas, my parents would buy my sister and I or just me because I really got into them. The now that's what I call music compilation CDs. Like now, oh. now 17. And like, that's how I kept up with like what was popular before like the internet and when I was young. But in terms of like um, albums that I, that weren't those, it was Britney Spears. It was mainly just Britney Spears. Like I had Britney Spears's first two albums on both CD and cassette. Oh yeah. Britney and I was held the first on album. to those. And I told, I, I've told you this story before. I told people that Toxic was going to be a single before it, it was announced it was going to be a single. You were in on it. I made sure you people knew. weren't sleeping on it because that the main single off the album was Me Against the Music. And everyone mm-hmm. in high school was like, who's Madonna? And I was like, I really am gay. And <laughs> I had to and be you got like, shoved into a locker. it's okay. They're mm-hmm. like, who's this old? And I was like, first of all, no. Second of all, wow, check it. So I had to be like, reassure them that a, def- a better single was coming. Right. In terms of like physical albums, like even like I just I never bought physical albums. I kind of, you know, by the time I could, I was old enough to like afford to buy music. I was like buying music off of iTunes. You know, I I never really like had that moment where I would like go into Walmart because that's where, you know, all the CDs were in my tiny ass hick town and like go on album release day and like pick up the latest so-and-so's album or whatever. And then even, you know, like you do, you, you, you buy physical albums and physical vinyls as like collector's items, right? Like, you know, as an adult, that's kind of what you do. And even with that, like, I feel like the last, the last two physical albums that I have bought that I can remember are Robin's Body Talk when it came out and um, Born This Way by Lady Gaga because I am in fact a homosexual. But like other than that, I can't remember the last physical albums that I like bought either at a store or like got a physical version, had it mailed to me. Like what, what were the last physical CDs or vinyls? Well, probably the Stardew Valley soundtrack for you. Did you get that physically? I got the Stardew Valley. I have that on vinyl and I also have Britney Blackout on vinyl. My favorite <sighs> Britney album. So good. Um, but yeah, now I don't really, I don't really, Justin does like to buy vinyl, mm-hmm. um, but I probably stopped buying CDs around like 2011 or 12. There mm-hmm. have been a few I've since purchased, but when I was in in junior high and high school, like we could burn our own CDs at that point. Right. But they they didn't often work in car CD right. players. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would buy like the physical I have Ashley Simpson's discography on oh, physical. Yeah. I've got all the 18s, even the imports, 18 Ooh, CDs. Mm-hmm. Um and I just really I'm I'm going back to Arkansas in a week, a week from tomorrow to mm-hmm. clean out my room before my parents move and I'm really excited to get a lot of my CDs. Oh my god, yeah. So um I when we started the podcast this week, I thought Joe had already gone to Arkansas, but I was a week off. So you're going back to Arkansas next week and it's because your parents are moving to St. Louis? They're moving to St. Louis probably like in the spring or something. They they already mm-hmm. bought a house. Crazy. Um, Especially in this yeah. market. Jesus. I can't imagine well, buying like, a house. I don't even know. I don't know if I'll ever go back to Arkansas. 
after right, this. After, after they're gone, what are your reasons to go back, you know? My like, bestie lives there. this may be the there. last time. Yeah, like, my bestie lives there, but she lives, like, quite a long ways from the airport and in, like, a really small town where I don't, like, totally feel safe. But right, it's not, it's not, you know, convenient or comfortable at all. No, so she could visit me or we could probably just mean St. Louis as well. There's, like, a... There's like a puzzle warehouse there that she really likes. That is so, so on brand for her. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, we'll probably mean St. Louis. <gasps> Mimi is St. Louis. Clang, oh. clang, clang, goes the trolley. God. So, okay, here's a question. So how long are you going back to Arkansas? How much stuff are you expecting to bring back to D.C. with you? How much stuff are you expecting to throw away? Uh, that's a good question, because I have not been home in like three, two or three years now at this point. Over, it's been a little over two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really remember what all is in that room. I, it's a lot of it's just like old keepsakes. I may end up throwing a lot of it away, but I got to get my clarinet. Oh, is she going to start a band? Are you going to be the new I gotta get. I got to get my clarinet. I need to have it fixed up because I haven't played it in 10 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to go Squidward. Mm-hmm. Full on um, Squidward. Yeah, for that, my CDs, I've got books. A lot of it I might, I, I, it will probably n- be too much to fit on the plane, so I'll probably have to have a lot of it shipped right. to me. That makes sense. But I'm hoping to keep it as small as possible. How mm-hmm. much stuff do you still have at your parents' house? So in terms of like when I wasn't living here, I had nothing. Nothing at my parents' house anymore. Really? Like my nothing? old room. Yeah, nothing. Um, Maybe there's like old stuff under the house, but it's like, like in terms of keepsakes or whatever, when I moved out, so when I, I had a bunch of stuff that was here when I was living in Boston for like the two, when I was 18 to 20, I had still had a bunch of stuff here. But when I came back from Boston and I moved to Missoula, since it wasn't, you know, an entire, you know, continent or country away, like it wasn't on the other side of the country, um, we took the opportunity to go through all of my stuff here in the house that I grew up. And I just, uh, I, I went through the process of throwing out a bunch of stuff that I didn't need and stuff I didn't want and the whole nine. And all of my keepsakes I put in like a big, um, like heavy duty Tupperware. And so like all of my keepsakes are in that big Tupperware and that's all in storage. And so thankfully, you know, I went through all of my shit early, but that's my, that might be what you do. But I think you'll probably be surprised because like you've been living your life you know, you have everything that you need in your home in D.C. When you go back to Arkansas, I think you're probably going to be surprised by, like, how little you're going to actually need or want. You know, oh, it's yeah. mostly it's mostly going to be keepsakes. It's it's probably not going to be very big things. And so. No, I like it'll be interesting that that room could burn down and I probably <laughs> wouldn't even know what was in it. Like, Do you, you know have, what I mean? You have your whole life. You know, you you know, your life isn't in Arkansas anymore. It hasn't been in there for a while. And so it's not like that there's anything there that you've desperately needed the past five years or whatever like you know you don't live there anymore so like you said it's mostly yeah. going to be um keepsakes Small things, and mementos stuffed an- a few stuffed animals you mm-hmm. know what's so weird so do you still have like some stuffed animals from when you were little so i wasn't a stuffed animal person as a kid really? i i was a blanky person i had a blanket that I fucking loved. But in terms of like, like the first stuffed animal that I got was this cow that I got from Disneyland the first time that we went. And it was like a Build-A-Bear cow. And I don't think I have that anymore, but I just, I don't know what it was. I wasn't a stuffed animal person. Um, I was more of a like comfort blanket sort of, sort of kid. And so I didn't have a lot of like big stuffed animal keepsake things that I had to go through and throw out and figure out if I wanted them anymore. What about you? Besides, I mean, all nine of your Furbies. 
I I think I have about five stuffed animals, and I don't really know what to do with them because okay, so the first one was given big? to me, no, like like teddy bear size, teddy bear. Mm, mm-hmm. Like there's one that. So when I was born, I almost died. Yeah, I know we really <laughs> could have. I mean, I know we really You're just it, we, this on us now. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not surprised. Sam, a, but B, that was also, your out. <sighs> so. I, I got an all over body staff and blood staff infection and I turned green and I had to go to the <laughs> stay in the hospital for a while. Yeah, I got I think it's called like scaly. It, it's like your skin gets scaly and you basically look like a corpse. Well, yeah, I, I think, almost died. I think the problem is that someone fed you after midnight and you were <laughs> attempting to turn back into the gremlin <laughs> that you actually are. And they turned you back uh-huh. into your human form. And that's why you've been <laughs> fucked up ever since. Well, my when I was in the hospital, my pappy gave me a teddy bear. And so oh. I have that. Um, I have one my mom gave me before she went into like a major surgery at some point mm. when I was a child. And it's like, these mean a lot to me, but I don't know what adults, I know they're still, I mean, no shame. There are a lot of adults who love their stuffed animals and stuff, but it's not me. I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't want stuffed animals in my house. I'm sorry. Right. I don't. Mm-hmm. So Maybe in storage, but you're nobody is going to care about my shit when I'm dead. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Like I don't have children. I mean, I have I have Piggy, but he's a dog. I don't know if you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's alive. When when I die, there is not going to be anyone to care about my belongings. Right. There's no one to pass them on to. And so what, well, what about they're going to open up this box and they're going to be like, what do we, what was this to him? And they're not going to know and they're going to give it to Goodwill. So why don't right. we just speed that along? Right. I feel that. I feel, and I feel like that's cold of me, but I no, feel like. it's humans, realistic. We have too many attachments. And like if some other kid could play with those toys right now, that's a vibe. Right. I don't care. Make him, make him it's useful. It's been in Arkansas for years. Well, what's that tip? I don't know if this was like a Marie Kondo tip, but you told me about this tip a long time ago, I think, which was if it's something that like means something to you, but you don't need it, you can always like take pictures of it and then yes. then give it to Goodwill. So you have like really good pictures of it. So like you can have that in your phone or on your computer or whatever to look at. But, you know, physically it's gone. But you can and have you know this, what? Like, digital representation of it still. That might be a good idea to look into. And you're probably going to look at the picture more than you would the actual thing if it's in right. storage anyway. Exactly. So take mm-hmm. a picture, put on your Google Photos. Google Photos will remind you of it every year because that's what it does. Mm-hmm. And it'll be great. Take a picture. It'll last longer. Oh, I loved saying that middle school. God, you were the absolute worst. I'm glad we didn't go I know. to school no, together. No, 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 no. I know for a fact you used to say it too, because you're gay. <laughs> Every you're, gay in middle you're gay, school, it's required. You're gay. That's just part of the. That's like just something you age into. Mm-hmm. Take it's a picture to last longer. Yeah. Mm. What was the one? Looks like what was it? get the picture. Duh. Like what was that hand thing that we used to do? Oh it's my like, god! Loser, loser, double duh. loser. Something, something. Remember loser, that? double loser. Brick wall, whatever. Bye bye. Oh, oh, that one's good. My ours was like that, but it wasn't exactly that. I feel like every region had their own variation. You know, s- sometimes I'm just like, wow, gay people really deserve to get bullied for that. <laughs> we didn't I'd start it. Me. We just did it because all our friends were girls and that's what they were doing. That's T. That's absolutely right. Loser, double loser, brick wall, whatever. Bye bye. 
Let's look this up. Loser, loser. And there's the hand motions. You do an L, upside down L, turn them down into a brick wall, cross them over to do a W, and then do bye-bye hands with with those. God, where did you, where did we learn that? I'm going to make it out of TikTok. There's another one that's loser, loser, double loser. Um, Hold on. Loser, loser, double loser, twist this, kiss this. (gasps) And they probably, they probably gesture to their ass. Escandalo. And see, the one that, that we did, which is kind of like this, is loser, loser, double loser, as if, whatever, get the picture, duh. <gasps> I like that, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you remember, um, so, uh, petty, petty cake things, like, oh, yeah. they say, oh, playmates, come out and play with me, and mm-hmm. we'll be jolly friends. Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. Except we made a game. If you know, you know. If you know, if you, you know. know. <laughs> Anyways, reminiscing <laughs> on our childhoods that were traumatic. Uh, shall we do cheese? Honey, do you have a cheese? It's cheese of the week. This week, we needed to eat. And so Justin took all the cheese out of <laughs> the fridge. You? Justin took all the cheese out of the fridge, and he combined it to make a really good macaroni and cheese. Ooh, that sounds good. It was like Gouda, cheddar, this one like farm cheese, mm-hmm. um, mascarpone maybe. Ooh, fancy. And then put in some heavy cream. Made it a cheese sauce, and it was good. So, okay, here's my question for you in regards to mac and cheese. I realized that there were probably two types of families growing up. There was the craft boxed macaroni and cheese kind of family, and then there was like the frozen Stouffer's mac and cheese kind of family. Did you? Yeah, for rich people. Yeah, for rich people. Like, did you? Were you on either side? What side were you on? Boxed I was worse. I was poor, so we ate out of the blue box. Right, same. And which is, I hate that shit. Really? I fucking hate Kraft mac and cheese. And Justin will eat an entire box. Yeah, I will also eat it. I will make an entire box and eat it all myself. It's like nostalgic. I don't know what it is. Like it is. It yeah. It's just it's powdered garbage. Powdered garbage. That is so true. I hate it. But there are. People I would rather like, eat sludge. Wow. Well, you've been out of the sewer. It's happened, now probably. I'm, now I'm golden spoon, silver right. spoon. I Reformed, won't touch it. homemade mac and cheese <laughs> with actual cheese. Can't relate. Now I'm class. Mm-hmm. She's anyway, new money. Anyway, that's it. Um, yeah, there's people out there who like uh, were a Stouffer's family. And I was like, I can't imagine being that rich. No, that's so much per box. I don't know if I've ever rich. had Stouffer's frozen mac and cheese before. It's also not good. But it is more expensive. It's, is it, it's probably better than the Kraft Mac in a blue box. Yeah. I, I mean, depending how you test. cook it. If you microwave it, it gets sloppy. If you mm. put it in the oven or whatever, if it has that option, that's probably better. But we right, never that did probably that. Better. Anyways, well, congratulations on your mac and cheese. I need to make homemade mac. Like, I haven't made homemade macaroni and cheese in a long time. I should make that for my folks. It's so sure easy. Like it. I know. It is so easy. I didn't know it was possible. Like, I, it's just, it's mac and cheese. I, I enjoy it, but I'm not like a super fan. But mm-hmm. Justin will just like devour, rip it up. And you can do it with just leftover shit, leftover cheese. We mm-hmm. all have like half blocks of random ass cheese in our fridge. Just use it up, put a little cream in it, and it makes a sauce. Make that mac, girl. Make that mac. Well, good cheese this week. I don't have a cheese because I don't know. I'm me. That's fine. Surprise. Good cheese, though. Actual cheese for cheese this week. Actual Random cheese. cheese. Uh, oh. Favorite things? Let's do it. These are a few of our favorite things. Do you actually so, have one? 
I have one, but I I want you to go first. Oh, is yours bad? No, it's gay. <laughs> That's okay. Which is, eh, you know, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. one to talk. I'm not one to, uh, you know, boast about my sexuality. I like, you know, I'm, I'm not a lot of people can tell, you know, from this masculine voice that I am a homosexual. And so I don't like to, you know, I don't like to project. Sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> Good response. <laughs> I have two things. They're both really small things. Uh, the first is I've been chewing a lot of xylitol gum. We talked about it last week. Dental we health. We did talk about this last week. I got it in the mail. It's pure gum, P-U-R, and it's got the umlaut over the U. We discussed it. Ooh. Um, it's aspartame free. It's sugar free. It's just xylitol, gum base, natural flavors, wax, etc. Is it uh, like flavored at all or is it just like xylitol flavored? It is flavored. This one, the one I got, uh, I got a four pack of 55 pieces, little baggies. Uh, they're wintergreen. There was Love like winter different, different minty flavors like mm-hmm. peppermint, mint, spearmint, etc. But I, I read the reviews and it said wintergreen is, has a kick and it'll last forever. And it sure fucking does. Really? Yes, it, the, it keeps the flavor for quite a long time. I've been chewing it after meals. I liked it so much. I actually also ordered some xylitol mints, also by mm. Pure. They mm. arrived. They are downstairs. I have not picked them up in the mailroom yet, but I'm excited about that. Nice. Teeth health. She's um, a teeth queen. The second one is, okay, so I just realized that I can cast to every Google device in the house at once. Oh, no. And we have a Google Home in every single room, in addition to the TV Chromecast. Mm-hmm. So I have been casting. Uh, it's a Spotify playlist called Smooth Jazz Piano. Oh, uh, that's very up 24/7. my alley. 24-7. Mm-hmm. 24-7. And so it, it's, like, I, it's like you're in a dimly lit Italian restaurant all the time. <laughs> no! I think of it more as like a... Like, I've been... When Justin's not home, I've been talking to Piggy in like a transatlantic accent, like in a 1940s, 1950s movies, you know? I cannot imagine. I mean, I feel like that just <laughs> genetically, your dog is always confused uh, because of just the uh, way that it's made. But having you as an owner is just, I can't imagine. So I'm like tiptoeing around the house, like, you know, like, oh, the melody, darling. <laughs> I'm Very May West. Oh, I want you to fuck me in the ass yes. sometime. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. it's a nine or ten hour playlist. Um, amazing background music. And um there's probably like ten fucking cover versions of Moon River on it. Oh my god. That is so yeah. on brand. Some like piano, super slow piano versions of Moon River. Oh, it's the perfect music. And then Justin wanted to cast something else the other day. And I couldn't get a on board with, with it. it. You had a problem. I had a problem. With it. Everything that's not my smooth jazz piano playlist right now. Worthless. I'm very I'm very against. Well, I'm just imagining you casting that 12-hour playlist, and it's, like, rainy. Everything's in black and white, and both yes. you and Piggy are in, like, detective outfits, and it's 1957. <laughs> Maybe not the detective outfit. I'm thinking more like a more like a shoulderless sequined gown with, oh, like, a cigarette yes. holder. A long Cruella de Vil cigarette holder. Mm-hmm. And a For both short you and Piggy. Piggy. Bob. Both you and Piggy <laughs> are smoking. You're smoking in the house. Yes. Mm-hmm. Walking around, I've and somewhere I've got a wine, a Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. 
that I pick up every so often and I comment on the weather or, you know, say how I'm feeling the song in I a transatlantic like normal, normal, normal day-to-day life is what you're just describing. Very Casablanca. Very, Very Casablanca. Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh my God, though. If you're having anxiety, turn on this fucking playlist. Don't like, see a therapist. No joke. Just turn on this playlist. No joke. <laughs> it, like, prevented a fucking panic attack. You know? Mm-hmm. It's Calmed good. you right down. Calmed me right down. Like brought a Brought you right back to your childhood in 1948. It brought me back. Mm-hmm. It's like a warm blanket of jazz. Mm-hmm. Warm blanket of jazz. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. God. Well, we'll have to link jazz. that. Uh, we'll have to link that playlist in the yeah, 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 yeah. description for sure. All all of the the description stuff will be on our Patreon. You can look at it for free at uh, Patreon.com/slash/TheShowSamandJoe. There will be links to all our favorite things in the description. You can click it, click it, and look at it. There you go. There you go. Okay. Well, good favorite things. Um, let's get gay. What's yours? <sighs> God. Okay. So remember how we we both have Uh-oh. talked about. We both have talked about how we get into things about 10 years late compared to everyone else. People tell us like, oh, you would love this. You would love this game. You'd love this movie. You'd love this TV show. And we're like, yeah, I'll add it to the list, you know. But it's very once in a while where we're actually in the mood to like try something new, you know. I mean, like you've been listening to the Stardew Valley soundtrack for the past 40 years. No other music is valid, you know, until you're in the right mood to like, you know, listen to something else, right? I'm so, worried where where this is going. Where is this going? Is what you're saying. Where is where uh-huh. the fuck is Sam going with this? So I finally started watching We're Here on HBO with uh Bob the Drag Queen, Eureka O'Hara, and Shangela Laquifa Wadley, who are all three famous drag queens. Wait, 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 wait. Is wait, this wait, like wait, the wait. queer guy thing where they like drive around? To different places and like help people or something. Yes, it's so essentially I so originally I thought it was going to be really frivolous and stupid and just like annoying, mainly because Eureka O'Hara is on it. And I found her extremely grating and annoying on RuPaul's Drag Race. Let me just first tell you that Eureka is still loud, but she's way more toned down in We're Here compared to every other TV show that you've seen her on. So if that is your main point of like not wanting to watch it, I understand. But like give her a chance essentially what this is it's on hbo um it's currently airing its second season so these three professional drag queens who are known from drag race and other you know big things essentially what they do is they go to a bunch of random small towns in america and they help out three um queer individuals whether they're like trans or they're non-binary or they're like to cross dress like three or like Actually, it's mostly queer people, but sometimes they like hang out and get some straight guys into drag because the straight guys are like, I kind of want to, you know, like uh, like uh, the straight guy. I have a gay brother. I want to see what it's like to be in his shoes in the sense of like people, you know, looking at me different and having my day to day be hard or whatever. But it's mostly queer people that are like struggling. Queers on the struggle bus. And these three queens come to town and they like get them up into full like high whore drag. And then they put on a performance um, and like b- with the the new queens and the professional queens, they'll put on a performance together and their local community comes out to support them. And I thought, 
originally that it was going to be like frivolous and stupid. And it was just going to be about, you know, makeup and, you know, having fun or whatever. But like shit gets really deep and like things get super emotional about because like, I don't know, like I get all of my queer energy from like people online and stuff, even though I live in a relatively small town like you live in D.C. that has like a big queer culture. Like I kind of forgot what it was like or, you know, to grow up. And feel super alone in terms of like having no queer people around me. And like I would just surround right. by straights all the time. And like obviously, like we grew up, you know, in a day and age where that did happen to us. But like, I don't know, after being out and gay for like, you know, a long ass time, it's I haven't really thought about what that was like and and how that struggle was for a long time. And this kind of like really hit home in the sense we're like, holy shit. I am glad that I don't have to feel like this anymore. But people still do. People still have to go through this process of like, you know, getting bullied at school and people not accepting them in their like small communities, etc. And so along with it, you know, being like a drag performance, a lot of it is like, you know, talking to queer people that are from and still live in these small towns and like how they go about their day-to-day life and the struggles that they still deal with. Um, and so, yeah, like they went... They haven't come to Montana. I don't know if they ever will, but they went to Twin Falls, Idaho, which is like in the southern part of Idaho, which is, you know, very conservative, very big Mormon population. That was a really good episode. And then the most recent episode, they were in Watertown, South Dakota, which is like kind of the northeast part of the state of South Dakota. So that's the closest that they've come to me. But they do a lot of episodes in the south, um, obviously, because there's a lot of small conservative towns in the south. And like, in the during their their performances like there's people in the community come out to like protest and stuff and like that's part of the storyline and it's just really good it's really good it is emotionally draining um obviously but it's a really really good show and i'm i'm really surprised even though everyone told me like it's not what you think it is it's actually like really deep and emotional and like it will obviously affect you because you are a queer person and so yeah if you've been holding out on watching we're here you should start her up because like everyone says it's pretty fucking good even though eureka's in it it's she still does a really good job so that's what i've been watching I, i binge through the whole first season i'm completely caught up now i think there's two more episodes that they need to air before the second season's wrapped up i don't know if they got renewed for a third season But, like, obviously it incorporates COVID a lot into it because the whole, like, second season has been filmed after the pandemic and during the pandemic. I shouldn't say after the pandemic because it is still going on. Um, But, yeah, we're here. It is on Netflix. Not Netflix. It is on HBO. um, And it stars Bob the Drag Queen and Eureka O'Hara and Shangela Laquifa Wadley. And it is actually really fucking good. So I recommend it if you want to give her a watch. It's good. But emotional. But good. So I didn't go. even think I knew it was on HBO. Uh, we've got HBO, so I'll tell Justin about it. But well, if you want to, if you want to feel some emotions in that cold, decrepit, dead heart of yours, I would recommend that. But like I said, you know, with Joe and I, you have to be in the moment. Like people have been recommending "We're Here" to me for like a year, but I just haven't been in the mindset to watch it. And I finally got in the mindset to start watching it. And surprise, surprise, it's good. I don't know why this is, I don't know why I have to be in a certain mood in order to accept new things into my life. It can be really annoying sometimes, but I'm here now. that's how it is. That's just how everyone process, well, a lot of us process things. You kind of just got to get there when you get there. I I don't think they promoted this show very well or like at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which it's HBO and HBO 
a lot of HBO shows get big by like word of mouth and that's people true. saying they're awesome and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't remember even seeing a lot about it. I remember it came out, but that was about it. And it, right. for me, I was just like, I was worried that it was going to be like, there have been, there have been points on, I, I haven't watched all of the new uh, Queer Eye. I've watched mm-hmm. a lot of it, but not all of it. And there are points where it, is feeling like they are forcing an emotional reaction on a situation. Right. You know, like cue the orchestra music, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it feels a bit forced. It feels a bit disingenuous. Not, maybe not disingenuous. The emotions these people are feeling are real, but it feels like, you know, they're maybe twisting a knife as well, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and so that was, I was kind of worried about that with mm-hmm. here we are. We're here. We are. We're, we're here. here. We're here. Um, Horrible name, by the way, but okay. Well, I guess it's a play on we're here, we're queer. Get used to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not gay. So maybe I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I know these things. But it sounds good. I'll have to give it a try. Justin's always one. Justin loves HBO. And so I got Does it. Justin love like emotional gay shit? Like this is the t- type of things that I could get my dad to watch and he'd love it. I think that I, okay, this is going to sound wild. I have a lot, I've talked about this with my therapist. I, so, you know, I moved away from the South because I was going to die otherwise. I have the life I wanted. <laughs> and die. Not even I joke. Mean, not a joke. Eh, I was, wish, I was for sure. Mm-hmm. I was on the, I was on that point. route. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like I have survivor's guilt. In and they some talk situations. about that. They talk about they that. Do they really? In here. Yeah, they talk about like gays leaving these small towns and looking back on it and feeling like they have survivor's guilt. Like there's a whole episode about gay survivor's guilt. It's crazy that you mentioned this. I see like because I see gay people I know, LGBTQ plus people I know in the South. And I'm like, I just want to take you and put you and put you somewhere where people are going to love you. Right. Put you somewhere safe. Yes. And I, I deal with it so much all the time. And I feel like you feel like a traitor too. You're like, why can't I stay and make it better for other people too? Mm -hmm. But I could, I couldn't, you know, like at the end of the day, I had to do what was going to do for you. Mm -hmm. And wow, that's crazy though. I'm going to have to listen to it. I'm going to have to watch it now because that's a, I never hear people talk about that. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it. Well, I, I don't remember what episode it was. It might have been like the I don't remember. I've I, I binged through them all, and so like, which is something you probably shouldn't do because it's a lot of emotion at one time. I feel like it's one of those shows where like you can watch a couple episodes and then give yourself an emotional break because like it is a lot. Yeah, um, but it's good. I I've really been enjoying it. So well, good favorite thing. See, it's great if it's gay, Sam. I guess I'm a little bit gay. <laughs> I thought when you said that, I was like. Is this the House of Gucci trailer from Lady Gaga? <laughs> Do you know? That's what let I thought t- it was going to be. Let me tell you, I, I'm i not going to go see House of Gucci in the theater when it's in theaters, but I think I might watch it when it comes out on the on the, on the the VHS, on the DVD. I might, I might I rent love it from that, the Redbox, you know? I don't know nothing about it. I saw the trailer, but I'm, I love that she said that she talked in this Italian accent for like nine months to do That's, the part. I mean, it's literally you right now with this transatlantic <laughs> with bullshit. Transatlantic. Like you are, you are getting, you are like inside of this role for a movie that doesn't exist. Like you are preparing for a role that's never going to happen, and I, you're just living that delusion. You're living that fantasy, and I'm here for it. Can I just say, 
that I no. don't. Okay. What? So staying in a, staying in a, get that's like getting an accent down. I don't really consider that method acting. I don't believe as a professional acting. actor, as a professional actor, I think <laughs> when people say they're method actors, I think that's the biggest fuck of crocking fucking shit. <laughs> if you're becoming someone, then you're not acting anymore. You changed mm. yourself. And if you were a good actor, you'd be good enough to be able to leave it on set. Mm. You don't like there's all these stories about people who've played the Joker, like committing crimes against their fucking castmates because they <laughs> oh wanted God. to stay in character, like sending them dead rats and shit. It's like yeah, you maybe don't have you're to just do an that. asshole. Maybe you're just an asshole and <laughs> you, the acting is literally becoming someone else for a small period of time while the camera's on, while you're on stage, etc. So method acting is not even acting. That's just changing who you are because you're not good enough to fucking be that person when you're only supposed to be. And that's and, that on that. And that's tea. <laughs> well, all of the all of the up and coming <laughs> actors are gonna go and flame Joe on Twitter. <laughs> like, Can't wait for you that. You see fucking Tom Holland ain't running around swinging on buildings twenty four fucking seven because he gets it. Can you imagine? Can you imagine someone playing Spider-Man and then they, like, get in a tragic accident because they actually convince themselves that they're Spider-Man? IRL. That would be so funny. I love that you get on soapboxes about, like, good stuff and I get on soapboxes about bad stuff. Honey, it's it's all about evening out this podcast. <laughs> it's all Why about are my soapboxes? Why are my soapboxes always stupid? Well, we're be- it's because we're both mentally ill, but just in different ways. Uh, I'll drink to that. <laughs> Anyways, good favorite things, I guess. Good favorite things. Genuinely good favorite things. Um, Mm -hmm. Thank y'all so much for listening. It's been a hoot and a holler. Next week, we will have another regular episode. Oh, we'll have a Thanksgiving episode of some sort, I guess, Uh, right? I'll I'll bring the turkey. You can bring the mashed potatoes. I'll bring the the depression, because I'll be in Arkansas. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, we will still have an episode next week and a bonus episode next week as well. Uh, So we will see y'all then. Thanks so much for listening. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Barat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Fauna. Helena B. Jared E. Javier. Jess L. Johnny B. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Scott A. Shaney B. Sylvie C. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. show.